0: This is ILX.
1: Hello, and welcome to our Product in 15 Minutes podcast series, in which we'll be exploring some of our most popular and most talked about products in a little bit more detail hopefully you'll be able to get your head around what exactly it is that you can expect from each of these qualifications And first up we'll be delving into the depths of prince 2 with one of our prince 2 trainers karen turner karen will be giving you a brief insight into what prince 2 is what sort of projects it's most suitable for and what exactly you'll be learning on a prince 2 course we hope you enjoy the podcast and if you wish to get in touch with us all of our contact details will be at the end so without further ado here's karen Okay, hi, I'm Karen.
0: I'm a PRINCE2 trainer working for ILX. I've been training PRINCE2 for over 10 years and I've been asked to explain PRINCE2 in 15 minutes. So, well, first of all, what is PRINCE2? Well, PRINCE2 is like a methodology. It's like a framework that will help you manage your project. So maybe we should answer the next question of, well, what is a project? A project is something that's temporary and a project is here to create some stuff, some products. And those products will then be used in the business by the users. And when they use this new stuff that's been created, things in business as usual will start to change. So they'll do things different and that change will be a benefit for the organisation. So the project is temporary. It creates stuff, it creates products. And when the users use it, that creates a change in the business which will deliver the benefits. So, Prince 2 gives you a method or a framework to help you manage the project itself. So, how's Prince 2 structured? Well, Prince 2 method manages a project in a controlled way. So, um, it's under control at all times, really. Um, It's made up of four integrated elements where we have principles, themes, processes, and the project environment. Now, The principles are like the underlying rules. The things that we need to learn about, but once we've learnt them, it would be weird to not have the principles in place. So they're things to bear in mind all the way through the project. The themes, these are also used all the way through the projects. And these are things such as the organisation structure. We need people from the beginning of the project all the way through, but they may change. So the themes are addressed continually in case they need to be changing. We also have processes. So the processes are like the steps throughout the method. A bit like a recipe follows steps of how to do things. So the processes will actually tell you what to do with the themes at any one time. But it'll step you through from the beginning to the end of your project. Not forgetting the principles that run through everything. But then we also need to think about the project environment. So every organisation is different, every project is different. And we need to make sure that the formality and the structure of the project that we're using is appropriate for that environment every different organization often has their own language their own terminology they may have documentation that they're already familiar with and what prince 2 does as part of considering the project environment is thinking about the use of their own existing terminology and language and making sure that we tailor prince 2 so it's appropriate for them so principles themes processes and the project environment now I'll give you a bit of an example of this, a bit of a story for this. If you think about uh, preparing a meal, a meal is temporary, so it's a bit like a project. Think about preparing a meal. Before you start touching any of the food, you would hopefully wash your hands first. Now, washing your hands is something that you will have learnt at some point, and now it's something that you would do automatically, That's a bit like the principles. It's something that second nature, you'd automatically do that. It'd be weird to not do it. The themes that are used throughout the project. So if we're making, say, a cottage pie, we're going to need various different ingredients all the way through making that cottage pie. So the potatoes. The potatoes that you buy from the supermarket or wherever, you're not just going to tip them on top of the the meat and put it in the oven. You're going to change the potatoes, you're going to peel them, you're going to chop them, boil them, mash them and then put it on top of the meat and put it in the oven. So that product of the potato will change all the way through that project but we need to be using more than one thing at the same time. So as we're using the potatoes, we'll also be preparing the meat and the onions, possibly carrots, um, and all of this will come together to give you the end product. Now, the processes are a stepwise progression. So these are like the steps in the recipe. So if you've never made a cottage pie before, if you follow a recipe, that will tell you exactly what to do at the different steps. And it will tell you how to use the themes at that step. But not to forget, though, the principles as well. Washing your hands before you touch any food. That goes all the way through the project. The project environment is thinking about how different families, different people might make a cottage pie in a slightly different way. One of the big controversies over cottage pie, in my opinion, is cheese. Should we have cheese on the top or not? Some people say yes, some people say no. Carrots? Do you put carrots in the cottage pie or do you have them at the side? Different families, different people will create the same product in a slightly different way. So if we think about the project environment, different organisations will want to manage their projects slightly differently. So as long as we are following the, the standard framework of PRINCE2, making sure that minimum requirements are covered, then you can tailor PRINCE2 So hopefully that's gave you a bit of an insight into the structure. Um, So let's have a look at what you're going to learn. Now, as far as learning Prince 2, there's two different levels to learning. There's a foundation level and there's a practitioner level. The foundation level is where you learn the theory of Prince 2. I would say you probably learn 95% of all of Prince 2 at foundation level, but it is the theory. You will be learning things about business case how to create a business case what is the content when do we need to create it within a project what's it going to be used for? we'll be learning about risks about uncertainty and how risks and identifying risks can actually give you a smoother running project by having less issues we also need to think about plans we need to have a plan that we're going to be following but these things can change so we also need to learn how to manage change One of the things I mentioned earlier was the organisation structure, the people on the project. You need people all the way through the project. So understanding the different roles, what their responsibilities are and how they can change and evolve. But we also need to think about the steps that we're going to be following, the process steps. So at a foundation level, you will learn all about the framework from the beginning through to the end of the project and what's needed at all of those steps and how the project manager needs to make sure that they're managing the project within the timeframes, the costings, but also within the level of risk that's appropriate to the right level of quality to make sure that we get a quality product in the end. That we are delivering the right scope on the project so we're not doing things that um, takes us outside of what was agreed and that this will deliver the benefits for the business so foundation is all about the theory now when we come on to the practitioner level um, this is following on from foundation and practitioner level is then about how to apply the theory into a practical example so once we've learned the theory at Foundation, we can then start to look at it at a deeper level at Practitioner. Look at it against a, a real project and start to understand just how the, um, the themes, the processes, the principles work in a real situation. Once we've learnt the theory at Foundation, it means that we can explore each of these areas in more detail, um, which actually helps your understanding at a much deeper level. Now, both the foundation and the practitioner levels of learning um, give you a globally recognised qualification. Both of the foundation and practitioner are a multiple-choice exam. Um, For foundation, it's just a one-hour exam. There's 60 multiple-choice questions and we need 33 of them correct. At practitioner level, again, it's still a multiple choice exam, this time two and a half hours and there's 68 questions and we have to get 38 of them correct. So in both exams, it works out at 55% is the pass mark. Now, as far as taking the exams, you can take the exams in a classroom environment or you can choose to take the exams online. So whichever is easier for you, really. So as coming back to what we're going to learn at foundation generally it's the theory of Prince 2 and at practitioner it's about a how to apply that in practice. One of the other questions I've been posed is why do we do Prince 2? Why do Prince 2 as opposed to a different qualification? Well PRINCE2 is the world's most adopted method for project management it gives you that base that foundation the structure for the project and really most other methodologies of project management kind of sit on the PRINCE2 structure it might have slightly different terms being used but it's pretty much the same standard structure of PRINCE2 that's being used so if PRINCE2 is the most widely adopted method then I would say for I think at probably the better one to go for so if you do Prince 2 what could you do in your role as a project manager or as somebody supporting or working with projects well if we follow Prince 2 the projects will be managed in a more structured way and hopefully that will mean that your projects will run smoother But one of the other things of this is about managing expectations, making sure there's a clear understanding of what the end product is and that we manage expectations as far as timescales and costings. So then hopefully the project will finish on time and on cost because they've been looked at in a realistic way. So what type of projects use Prince 2? Well, generally all projects use Prince 2, everything from the smallest projects up to the largest projects you can imagine. The structure of Prince 2 is set up that it doesn't matter about the size or the complexity of the project. Because we need to think about the project environment and tailoring Prince 2 to make it suitable, then the project can be as formal or as informal as what's appropriate. And Even when you've learnt PRINCE2, there will be aspects of PRINCE2 that you will actually take on in your everyday work, not just in project work. There's lots of things about communication and understanding expectations that will actually help you throughout everything. As far as what types of organisations use PRINCE2, well, again, it's suitable for all different types of organisations because of how it's meant to be tailored, thinking about this project environment. Another question, what other qualifications will Print2 work well with? Well, there's various qualifications out there. One of them that springs to mind straight away is Print2 Agile. Now, Prince2 Agile focuses on more of how the teams are producing the products, how they're doing the day-to-day activity of actually creating the products. Whereas the Prince2 method is focused more on the structure of managing the overall project. So PRINCE2 talks about giving out work packages to the teams to ask them to produce the work, uh, to produce the products. But it doesn't necessarily go into a lot of detail about how the teams actually work, whereas PRINCE2 Agile goes into that in more detail. So that could be quite helpful alongside PRINCE2 as well. Now, PRINCE2 um, is owned by Axelos and Axelos have a variety of qualifications that all link and support each other, such as MSP for programme management. Or we also have portfolio management, P3O, which is supporting people working within like a project support office. Or MOR, management of risk. Now, all of these other qualifications are like brothers and sisters, really, to PRINCE2. They all support each other. They all talk the same language, more or less. um, And all of those will actually complement PRINCE2 misconceptions about PRINCE2 so things that people might have heard about um, sometimes people think it's only for very large really big structured projects and I think we've already addressed that one that it's not it's used for all different types of projects PRINCE2 if it's used correctly is a really flexible framework and it can be used for all different types of areas too bureaucratic now Again, it's meant to be tailored. So the language, the documentation can be as formal as it needs to be or as informal and as simple as it needs to be for your environment. One of the other things that people hear is it's really hard. Well, it's not easy, but it's well worth it. If you break it down into each individual area and learn each area one at a time, then it's not hard. With some good support with your learning, it can actually be a really fun experience. Um, In the classroom, we we often have some good fun and some good laughs along the way with stories and examples, but you will really reap the rewards for the effort that you put in in learning this, managing your projects better, and hopefully they'll run a lot smoother. So hopefully I've given you a bit of an insight into PRINCE2. It's a great methodology as long as you do really tailor and, and make sure that we're thinking about the environment we're working within. And what I would say is go for it. Thanks a lot.
1: Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. And if so, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can also check out our website. It's ilexgroup.com. Or you can follow us on social media if you like. We are ilexgroup on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Google+. Plus, and at ilexgroup on Twitter. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can also send an email to contactusatilexgroup.com. Or you can give us a call on six double one six hundred if you're in the one 1300 459 459 for Australia, 09 363 9777 for New Zealand, and 0561 496 498 for the United Arab Emirates.